Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Hi, James and company. That's all I have to say. That's it. Hi. Hey, my name is Tom, man. I love eating apples, and I went to the zoo, and I... I ate an apple. That's what... And I ate an apple. (laughs) All right, here we go. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? Do you remember who I am? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 76, brought to you a week of three weeks later. No, it's actually, yeah, it's been three and a half weeks since our last show. It stinks. It's August 19th today. I don't know when you're listening to it. Some of you people that are listening in the future, going back and going through the episodes, uh, hi, how are you doing? I said hi to you years ago. Where were you? Anyway, Nobody's Listening Podcast is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invites you to do the same uh, to do the same. I am your host. My name is James. And today, surprise, surprise, we have a guest host. That's right, folks. David is not here. He is uh, he's working on a car for money right now. So that's how much he loves y'all. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a bit. But uh, my guest host, I'm very happy to bring back a surprise guest host. You know him from popular episode something. What episode was it? <laughs> I should have gone and done my homework. <laughs> I want you to welcome Thomas Roosh to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, thank you, thank you. Thomas Roosh from something or other. Tom Roosh, Roosh, Roche, as we like to call. But welcome back, man. Thanks for hooking me up and helping me out with a guest host. My pleasure. I mean, I asked him, dude, could you help me find a guest host that's funny, cool, and awesome? And he's like, no, but I'll do it. And so (laughs) (laughs) it worked out pretty good. Hey, um, gosh, man, I'm so unprepared for this. This show has been sponsored by somebody. Let me find out who it is. Um, <laughs> but every show is always sponsored by drawyoupicture.com, where I can draw you something um, for for very cheap. I've been doing a lot of work over there lately, and I want to appreciate I, – I just want to say thanks to all the people who have allowed me to do something uh, for them. And uh, I, I have. I've, uh, I've done like three things. So go over there to drawyoupicture.com and uh, – Check out stuff and see if there's anything I could do for you guys, because I would love to. I'd love to draw something for you. Uh, Today's episode 76 is sponsored by um, Bryce M. And uh, he he has a message. He says, from a 32-year-old father who enjoys clean humor that's actually funny, keep up all the good work, and $5 is too cheap. And, and, you know, I actually agreed with him, and so that's why we (laughs) made it 10. But... uh, Anyway, and then uh, then our next one is Carrillo, of course. You know Carrillo. I'm sure yep. you know him. Grew up with him, raised bobcats in the wild with him or whatever it was. <laughs> I 
that you were yeah. lying about on the last time you were here. But oh, uh, thank you for your sponsorship. If you guys would like to sponsor a show, you can go to nlcast.com, click on Sponsor an Episode, and you can get a message read on the show, and you'll get a free sticker and super member status in the forums. It's only 10 bucks a show. You could tell somebody happy birthday, ask somebody to marry you, um, or ask David to marry you if you're a very tall woman. He likes you. We always start off the show with a story. Here's the one I found today. In case you hadn't guessed, I love telling stories about my kids. This is uh, Greg Epps. So now I will tell you how I broke my oldest daughter yesterday. The girls, Leanna, middle school, and Sarah, elementary stalkers, were happily telling me about their new thermoses that they got for school. They plan to take soup and ramen noodles for lunch this year, which is actually a good thing because it's normally just PB and jelly. In their thermoses... Yeah. Christy asked them how long the thermoses were supposed to keep things hot. And Leanna quickly, happily announced, five hours. It's going to keep it warm for five hours. So Sarah, being our correctness and completeness of information police, I've got one of those daughters myself, quickly interjected that they could also keep things cold for up to seven hours. The conversation begins to move on, and suddenly I see Leanna's face light up. Oh, oh, no, you cannot take ice cream to school for lunch, I quickly tell her before she can even finish processing the idea into words. Broke ya. Everyone, even Grandma, laughed at her disappointment as she bowed her head. She didn't cry, but I think she knew the idea wouldn't fly before she even said it. Apparently, I also like dashing my kids' hopes and dreams against the rocks. No swords at linens and things and no ice cream. For lunch, keep up the great show, guys. Greg Epps. So, Greg, thanks for the uh, thanks for the awesome story. We appreciate you know, it. You know, they 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 might take ice cream to school, but they'd actually probably end up having a milkshake for lunch. Yep, yep. And then there'd be all these people in their front yard when they got home because uh, your milkshake brings all. Anyway, let's just let's just do this. <laughs> Weekly, you shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> See, I shouldn't talk about such things because I don't know what the slang is. I don't even know what that song's about. Oh, I get it. I get it. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, all I got to do is hit one red button and you're gone. (laughs) I was wondering about that. Yeah. Yeah. All the middle schoolers got it. For the five people that got the joke, it was just for you. Okay. Anyway, here's my weekly update for this week. Actually, it's almost a monthly update. Uh, First, just want to say sorry we haven't done a show for a couple weeks. Um I intended to do one when we were gone at camp uh, up in Illinois, but it was just too darn uh, complicated. I took all my recording stuff up there, but just didn't have time. Didn't have time to do anything, and the guy I was going to do a show with didn't have any time. He was like the associate camp director. I was the speaker for the evening services and just not ha- didn't have time. Um, but a lot of my weekly updates are going to have to do with the trip up there. Once we got there, it was great, but the trip there was – uh, I almost said the first bad word of the show. It was it was Hades. I'll just say that. The trip up was just horrifying. It was terrible. And the worst thing that happened was at a rest stop. Actually, I think it was at a, a McDonald's. And McDonald's is a great place to go to the bathroom because you know they have one. And they know you know you don't have to buy anything. I, I don't like going to the quickie marts, you know, up and down these highways because I feel like I need to buy something. Uh, do you struggle with that feeling at all like you owe people once you've peed in their nasty bathrooms? Well, I don't have money, so I wouldn't be able to buy it anyway, so I kind of feel like I'm scot-free. Oh, okay. Is that – yeah, it sounds like a name. Anyway, um, so I go in there in this bathroom, and it's just filled with men, which is horrible. When you know, When is a male bathroom ever full, ever full of men except for after the movie? 
you know. Well, if you go, if you go into a bathroom and it's full of women, you've made a wrong choice. So. <laughs> That's true. But uh, well, I guess, so I should count my blessings, right? Yeah, there you go. Count your blessings. Yeah, you know, guys, I'm so glad you're male. Just love this. But anyway, I hated it because it's a small bathroom, two urinals, one stall, and in a in a sink, a nasty brownish sink, and uh, so. The only spot left is next to this old man, and and he's just he's doing his business, and so I I move up next to him without getting too graphic. I I begin to uh, do what guys do at these stalls, and the guy next to me gets done. He zips up, he pushes the button, and he walks away. And I didn't notice. Uh, I'm going to speak in the third person for a little while, but the urinal that he had just used started filling up, and then it splashed all over my legs. Mm. I had shorts on and flip-flops, oh. no socks, no shoes, no nothing. So his oh. nasty, bright yellow pee water was splashing <laughs> all over my legs. And I, I had an audience to boot, so that was really great. So I just start singing. I'm like, oh, yeah, praise the Lord, pee water all over my leg. Thank you, sir. Thank oh. you, thank you, thank you. And I think he, had, you know, he heard me as he was leaving. So, yeah, pee water all over my legs. I literally, when I was done, I went up to the sink and I resisted the urge to just flop my whole leg up in the sink, but I did wipe my, you know, I splashed water all over my leg and tried to wipe it off. But old man pee water, that was his name. It, what, what was what were you wearing for shoes? Just flip flops, dude. Oh, did you have to did you have to pick a cigarette butt from out between your toes? <laughs> just slippery pee water, old uh. man pee water, flip flops, dude. That that's deserving of a recap song if I ever heard one. Old man pee water. Uh, so that was the worst. But then we got down the highway, and I'm I'm in this j- massive truck that I borrowed from a friend of mine. It's pulling this big old trailer, and then the tire pops going 70 miles an hour down the freeway, and the thing starts fishtailing. I pull up the side. It didn't just pop. This thing shredded, and it bent the wheel well all up. And so not only did I have to replace the tire and unpack half the stinking trailer to get the tire out, uh, I had to hammer back this wheel well on the side of the road trucks going by at 70 miles an hour it was scary it was terrifying man yeah i know did, I, did you make it i i did i did we survived okay. and it's great i also had a birthday in there somewhere on august 8th the first day of the uh, olympics i had a birthday i turned 35 oh, I, for- I forgot to tell you happy birthday no problem man <laughs> everybody did i uh didn't have a great birthday it wasn't that great but uh we made up for it we had a rock band party here Sunday night, and it's uh, it's pretty sweet. I got Rock Band for the Wii. It doesn't have online play, and it doesn't have don- downloadable content. Still pretty fun, though. Still pretty fun. The only other thing I got is uh, David would have told you this, but he's not here. We got 20 bucks in the mail um, as part of something that we're going to be announcing in just a little bit during the news segment. Uh, but it was from SOG Lone Ranger, and you'll hear probably some uh, voicemails from him later. He sent us $20. It was so nice, and he told us about it, and he was afraid that it wasn't... Maybe, yeah, last episode, he had a voicemail where he had said he was afraid because he sent it to us and didn't put our name on it that it wouldn't get to us. Well, it did. We opened it up, and on the back, he had taped the $20 bill to the paper. And I'm not talking about, like, <laughs> like you know, a uh, little pe- present wrapping tape, you know, like invisible tape. This dude took a big two-inch swathe of packing tape and just laminated that stinking 20 down to the, to the paper. Man. So we cut around it, and we started trying to pull the tape off, and it started ripping the 20. So we just had to take this half-laminated 20 and try to get rid of it. 
And it was all uneven on the edges because we had cut it, you know, and cut a little bit of the paper off. And people were checking it out. And it checked out, but they almost didn't take it. And so his uh, he was worried about that money, that 20 in the bottom of his uh, sister's donut bag looking like it had powder on it. Well, we looked like we'd been creating cash in our basement. I know. It's terrible. So... At least, it, at least it didn't use duct tape and say it was like a hundred because you'd have never known the difference. You know? <laughs> you'd have had a sh- you'd have had a shopping cart full of stuff. And you're always like- looking at the positive side. I, I need to have you on more often. You're a good balance. You're a yang to my yin. I don't know which one's bad and which one's not. Well, the, well, the yin is going up in value. I don't know about the yin. Oh wow! So, anybody anybody with me on that one? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. Our, our two listeners in in Japan or or something. <laughs> All right, Korea's what, got my back. There you go. What what do you got as far as uh, weekly updates today? Uh, well, I took um, I just got back from vacation this last um, less than a week ago. I think it was Saturday we got back. Right. Well, look at uh, it this way: you could have been going to work. You know, I'm trying. Yeah, well, I'm trying to be positive like you. Well, that's actually that actually I would have actually probably preferred to go because I actually went and visited family in uh, Connecticut. That's not and, vacation, then, buddy. That's that's no. that's a mandated trip. No, it's it, like it a was a uh, trip. Yeah. Well, they cut me a check before I left for my time. So that was cool. But, Sweet. Uh, a little yeah, no, it was, it was just difficult. We had a, um, when we were going up to, um, you know, you know how you talk about, you should have a, uh, you guys have theme shows. We should have theme. Uh, you should have a theme show about, um, people that almost get arrested by the TSA at airports for giving them attitude. You should have, you should have a theme show about that because I would have a story for you. Could you provide uh, several stories to fill up the entire episode? I, I could. I could provide <laughs> plenty of stories. Just any any sort of law enforcement recently I could give you a story about. Really? But, um, no, not really. But we were at the, when we were at the, the airport, the lady wanted me to take my laptop out of my bag. My laptop has like a year's worth of work on it. Yeah. Uh, and so I, t- I took it out. She handed the bucket to me like she wanted me to – set it in the bucket while she was holding it, but I said I'd rather just put it down on a flat surface. You know, wouldn't you want to do that? Um, I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with buckets. Okay. Uh, and so I, she put it down, and I set my laptop in there very gingerly, and then she, uh, she went ahead and proceeded to just jam the entire thing into the scanner. Oh, and she just, yeah, it made a loud noise. It echoed through the halls of the, uh, of the airport. <laughs> Uh, and so I just took my I took my actual carry on bag and it was a big heavy luggage deal and I just slammed it on the counter, um, and she got you know, without any sort of emotion, sir, please don't throw your bags on the counter. And I said, ma'am, please, you know, I'm just doing to, to your counter what you did to my laptop. Uh, and then I went through the scanner and you know, in- interestingly enough, I was randomly chosen for a personal check. So <laughs> uh, I was why. like, how about that? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. she she fed your name to the guy, you know. Yeah, but the yeah, man. old people, man. That she this actually should have been your LBB of the week, probably. But uh, yeah, man, old people are are definitely the gonna be the the topic of the conversation. But uh, if you if you if you let me do an LBB of the week, I'd love to. Okay, we will. Let's uh, play a voicemail though, real quick. Hey, James and David, it's Andy, aka Terpsy Seven again. Sorry about that. I have really bad like stage fright or whatever kind of fright it is when you're leaving a message to a podcast. Anyways, we go into Tijuana, which is near the coast of California, into Mexico, and we're looking through the shops, and there's some weird shops. Like, there are some cool ones with sunglasses and touristy T-shirts and stuff, but there are others with, like, big leather weird stuff and Lucha Libre masks. But anyway, we're looking through there for a while, and we see 
on the other side of the street, this big, colorful cart, on, and next to it, a sign that says, 15 dollars, picture with the zebra. And we see this zebra, which is kind of hitched to the cart. And my mom says, whoa, look at that zebra. That is crazy. That would be so cool to get a picture of that. And so we come over there, and as we're looking, as we walk closer to it, we see that those stripes are looking kind of funny. And we get up close to it, and we see that those stripes are painted on. It turns out that the zebra is actually a donkey that was painted with black and white stripes on it. I just thought that was really funny, and my mom got fooled from the start. We all knew, but we didn't really want to tell her. Anyways, thanks for making a great show, and please make a uh, series of shows or just one show themed about moms or your mom because, I don't know, all the times that I've heard you guys say, oh, my God, there's so many stories about your mom, and I'd really like to hear it. All right, see you guys. Uh, I just realized something. You can't hear these, can you? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's awesome. But that was a great story. I just got a. <laughs> Can you believe it? A rabbit and a deputy. You're not too far done. off. What it, what it was is a guy and his family were in Mexico in Tijuana, and um, he, he his mom wants him to get a picture made with the zebra that they see five dollars for a picture with a zebra, and it was painted. It was a donkey painted black and white, but the mom didn't know. So actually, uh, actually pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I, uh, I didn't think about the fact that you couldn't hear any of the segments or any of that kind of stuff, but, uh, let's do, let's do this real quick. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Let's do this. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh no. All right. It's time for the, uh, LBB of the week. And uh, I'm going to go first, dadgummit, cause I've been waiting for this one for a while. LBB of the week today is Sam's check your receipt lady. The- as you go out the door, quit texting me, Thomas. You're making noises on my show. <laughs> so I'm anyway, try- I'm sorry. I just can't hear anything. It, it, it's okay. You don't have to hear the segments. Calm yourself, young man. Anyway, LBB of the week again is the check your receipt lady at the back of uh, of Sam's. She, the one that lets you leave. Here's why. Um, I was going out. I had bought all the five items, just small things. And, uh, but I'd done it in two different purchases because one was reimbursable by my church. The other one was for personal stuff. And I always separate those out. So I can have two different receipts, keeps it nice and simple. I put it on two different cards so we can track it and make sure we get our money back and all this kind of stuff. But I had somehow lost one of the receipts from the, from the register to the back, uh, to the door, to the door. And she's just sitting there and she stops me. She's looking at the stuff and I'm like, I can give her one receipt. There's five things here. She's going to be fine. She starts looking at it. She starts analyzing every single thing in there. It doesn't take long, but the fact that she's doing it is driving me nuts. Cause I'm talking about like some sandwich bags and, uh, some wet wipes. I mean, seriously. And, and, and some, uh, dryer sheets. I mean, it's stupid stuff like that. That's not what they pay her for to make sure people aren't stealing dryer sheets. I was not a high risk person, but she does. And she's like, um, I'm not seeing everything, um, on this list. There seems to be a couple more things. And she points out two things and it's a bag of, uh, of, uh, you know, sandwich bags and something else. I don't even, maybe some straws, you know, two items that are probably total $5. And she's like, I need to get a receipt. Meanwhile, this guy that's got a 27-inch plasma television goes strolling past like, sir, sir. And he's like, I'm not waiting on you in this. And so she lets him go, but she's going to hold, She, you know, he just stole a $2,000 27-inch plasma, which is so impressive, I know. But uh, 
anywho, it was just, it was ridiculous. It was insane. She stops me. I finally, she says, sir, you can go get another receipt printed at customer service. And I just started walking forward. Sir, mm-hmm. sir, you need that receipt. That's what my wife said. She said, but I was always already too far out. All I know <laughs> is if you want me, all right, I'm going to get on to Walmart and Sam's at this point. If you want me to take your people a little more seriously, uh, you need to get somebody other than a 50 pound old woman checking my receipts that that doesn't really speak to me of accountability you know if if your flair on your vest weighs more than you do i'm not really going to take you too seriously sir you need a receipt sir you can sir i don't know if you had a 50 uh i don't know a 500 pound bouncer you know a seven foot tall guy stand there i'm gonna take you seriously i'm really sir i'm sorry sorry yes i was trying to steal these i will go back and pay for them again it's not a big deal i'm sorry for offending you sir but no, no, not this one. But we do, we do have a Walmart that's like in the ghetto around here, and they do have bouncers. It's insane. It's really awesome, and they wear just as many buttons. It's pretty cool. You just don't make fun of them and don't ignore. You're them. not on the list, sir. <laughs> you get patted down before you leave. But yeah, LBB of the week is easily. It's not the pee water guy. It, that wasn't his fault. It was. Uh, it's the Sam's checkout lady. And uh, oh, 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 and, and speaking of old people, I told you they were going to be like the target of this thing. We went yeah. to the Big Biscuit here in Kansas City, man. If you want breakfast and you come to KC, go to the Big Biscuit and get some food. Me and the pastoral staff went, <laughs> and we're laughing it up and yucking it up and having a good time. These two old people come in and sit down, and you can hear them. They're too loud. They're being loud. You could hear them just <laughs> talking, just making sure that we heard them. And they got up and walked past a little bit, and they were like, mm, you're too D loud. 2D, you know, I don't know why he said D like that. 2D, I thought we were 3D loud. But anywho, uh, it was very annoying, very rude. <laughs> and I don't understand what it is with old folks. I just hope when I get old that I'm a jolly old man, that I'm like Santa Claus old, that I'm just cool that kids like me and uh, I'm not trying to chase kids off my lawn. That's you all. Should have a lot of, you should have a lot of candy if you want a lot of kids to like you and you're an old man. And drive a van around town? Sure. I'll do yeah. that. That would be minute. great. Holy smokes. <laughs> Grandpa, <laughs> I got you I got you a new friend. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh so what what is your LBB of the week? My LBB is a woman that we that we all know and we are all familiar with. My LBB is none other than Mother Nature. Oh. Yeah. Fic- well, don't all fictional character. Don't all like what? Kelly. He says Mother Nature's fictional. You lied to me. Uh, that was a Santa Claus joke. Anyways, kids, he, he's real. Um, I just lost it. Uh, we, me and my, <laughs> can we start over? Sure, go ahead. I'll just edit this out. <laughs> okay, and let me just get it out of my system. <laughs> palamala, palamala. Okay, here we go. Um, me and my wife went for a walk the other day when it was a nice, beautiful day out. It was a cool uh, end of summer afternoon, and we went up to the church, um, which was about maybe a half a mile walk. Uh, we pushed Addison in the stroller. Addison's my 20-month-old daughter, uh, and we got to the church, and we were working in there, and we were probably working for about two hours, and, and then when it's time, finally time to go, it's dark outside, and so we're just going to walk back, but it turns out that it's actually raining outside. Uh, so, so my wife and I were walking 
uh, in the rain pushing a stroller that's not – it's not the type with like two wheels in the back and one wheel. In, it's not like a demolition derby stroller. It's the, it's the kind where if you run with it, the two front wheels wibble back and forth like a shopping cart. Yeah, yeah. We got one of those. <laughs> yeah. And this is like a, it's like a $15 one that we got at like uh, Kids Are Them or Babies Are Us or something like that. Uh, and so I'm trying to run with that thing. Um, in shoes that have slick bottoms, um, all the oil and tar is still on the road. I, I have a slick bottom. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> that's what I was saying. I was running on your slick bottom, Ugh. and uh, <laughs> and uh, and so we're running and jogging and jogging, and it's just raining. and It's really cold, and it's one of those like misty, almost feels like clouds are spitting on you sort of deals. <laughs> and yeah. And, uh, and so we're getting, we're about halfway there. And my wife actually says she's real, she's, she's, uh, she's five months pregnant. So she's at the, sp- she's at the point where, where she's jogging next to me. Now she's got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> baby's and laying gonna, on that bladder. <laughs> and the baby's just laying on that bladder. And so I'm like, you know, I want to just say, Hey man up, you know, gird up your loins and let's wow. go. Wow. Um, Wow. And I don't even See, there's two things you don't do to a pregnant woman. One, you don't stand in between her and a salad bar, and two, you do not tell her to chill when it's time to pee. Yeah, and I didn't even know what gird up your loins means. I heard it in a sermon once and I thought it was cool. Uh and she said uh I think it has something to do with pork. It means but, tucking uh, in your dress shirt, okay? Your dress like okay. t- tunic for all those people that don't read the b- bibble. So So like a jo- so like a jogging shirt doesn't count as a loin. Dude, move on. Okay, I'm just wondering. <laughs> and, uh, and so we're just we're running, in, and she says she got to go to the restroom, and we're like in a rural residential area on a street that's got houses on all sides in a neighborhood, she says. and uh, Yeah, because that kind of defeats the purpose of rural. Rural means yeah. trees. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, and so we get to this, we get to this point where – um, she's just really got to go. And so I say, all right, we'll just go over there. And she pretty much goes into somebody's front yard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> ah, no and way. Goes, no freaking way. And she goes behind like, not, she's like next to some shrubs. Um, and, and I have the, I have Addison like in the car in the stroller and I go to the other side of the street, like to act as a decoy in case anybody's looking out there. Oh wondering my what's gosh. I just keep running home, dude. And so, and so she's just over there taking care of biz and uh, no, 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 no. See, my my, I had a family member pee in a trash can, and this rivals that. You peed, really, really? she peed in somebody's yard. Yeah, she peed in somebody's front yard. So Holy they're gonna go out there, and there's gonna be like a dead brown grass spot. spot. Exactly. Could write, <laughs> hey, I could write my name. Can girls do that? I don't think so, but we're gonna try. Her that, name is bleh. her name is Blair. <laughs> <laughs> and so some so a car starts coming around the corner because oh I see the lights coming and I'm like oh oh and I start like you know kind of like doing a little kick dance. What do you do? To keep the people's attention, <laughs> attention, attention as a drive. Yeah. The duck flies at midnight. The duck flies at midnight. <laughs> the fat man walks um, alone. And so I say, stay perfectly still. And so crimp it off, honey. Perfectly. Crimp it off. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that with urine streams, but oh, that's a conversation we shouldn't get into. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and so the car comes flying by, and then she's ready to go, and like nothing ever happened, she just she just springs back to life and just starts jogging next to me, and I'm just thinking, you know, I'm glad she didn't have to go twosies, you know? Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's why you carry a funnel around with you, ladies, right there. Oh, <laughs> a small funnel I, would solve I all your problems. just grab one of Addison's extra diapers. Oh, something, man. Good night. What do you do? Do you leave a note? Hey, sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> we can swap insurance. Well, that. <laughs> well, you know that speaks that speaks to me of society's ills. Is back in the day in the fifties, you could knock on somebody's door and be like, "Hey, can I use your bathroom?" <laughs> but now we're forced to this kind of stuff because we're afraid somebody's going to kill us. So well, I'd rather I'd rather pee in your yard than come and meet you face to face. Well, we live in Texas, so they may have well water. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Okay, folks, that was a great show. We'll see you next week. That's enough funny <laughs> for the entire show right there. Hey, let me read an email. Nobody's listening. Hi. And that's the way you began it. James and David, you're awesome. Uh, you know it's good when you want to stop laughing because it hurts so bad, but you still can't stop. Yeah, I know what it's like when you don't want to laugh and you can't stop, too. Um, I usually listen to your show at night, but it's hard. I often snort into my pillow so I don't wake up my sister while she's sleeping, but sometimes I just can't keep my giggles inside my head. Apparently, they're living with Laura Ingalls Wilder up in the attic with her. They all share one room. Two years ago, my family went on a biking outing for a day. We went out to a fort of some kind or another, but then the main thing is there was a little hill. It wasn't uh, little enough, though. Because everyone went down before me because I had to muster up some courage to go down. I finally went down and gained speed rappled. Everyone was yelling at me to slow down, but I couldn't figure out why my brake, where my brake was and how to use it. I smacked into a low-hanging oak branch and crashed into some blackberry bushes that finally stopped my escapade. She must be in the south because oak branches and blackberry bushes uh, and forts for that matter. Everyone rushed over to make sure that I was okay, but luckily the only thing I injured was my pride. <laughs> After picking up the thorns, I got a long lecture from my dad on the difference between front and back brakes. Oh, you might have mentioned that you were on a uh, bicycle before this. Uh. Yeah, there's a little there's a little lesson for you, Gabrielle. Um, anyway, uh, and where they were located, sitting next to me on the way home, my tiny three-year-old sister sang a song to me. This is why it made it on the show. When you don't break your brakes, you're going to crash on your face. <laughs> she sang... <laughs> She sang it over and over again on the hour and a half ride home. When you don't break your brakes, you're going to crash your face. It's uh, pretty good. Uh. Yeah, I like it. Everyone else thought that she was hilarious, which encouraged her all the more to elaborate further on the incident in her song. If there was to be a moral of the story, uh, then, you, then you can think of one. Thanks for the podcast. Please do extra episodes so when you die, we can keep listening anyway. Gabrielle. Wow. So I, my death has already been planned. Speaking of which, Goodness. did you? I don't know if you read the blog or anything. I don't know how dedicated of a listener you are, but I apparently died uh, a couple days ago. It's really weird. I have really, yeah. I have Google in my Google Reader. Uh, go out and scour the web for my name, just in case it turns up. I can, you know, comment on it or, or control what people are saying about me and micromanage every part of my online life. But apparently, James Kennison was a seventeen-year-old guy, and he and he was driving down the road. And uh, he tried to avoid hitting a, a horse that was standing in the road, and he crashed and died. It's terrible. So, you know, nothing funny about that. The only thing I was – I got to admit, a guilty thing that I did is I know that jameskennison.com is not available because it belongs to a young art student. And I checked the DNS and the information in the article to see if it's the same guy because I was thinking if it comes open, I want to get it. Does that make me a bad person? Nope. Okay. Does that make – I don't care if you're a gold digger. <laughs> Is that another song reference? Yeah. Oh, dang. News. You're right. 17? No. I'm 35. And, and dead. Uh, it's time for news, folks. Um, the Here it is. My birthday. I already said that. But uh, I've got some voicemails I'd like to play. 
<laughs> so shut <laughs> up. Shut up. <laughs> Let me tell you what's going on. Okay, I will. After, here it goes. This is from Austin. Hey, James and David, it's Austin. Hey, James and David, it's James, Austin. James, I was just listening to, uh, James, an, old I was listening to an old episode 27 or something. Or something. Your MIA episode. You happened to mention. Your birthday was coming up. It's your birthday August was coming 8th. up on August 8th. And, and it's August 1st, a year later. So happy birthday, dude. Hopefully this will get to you in time. Um, also, you were, uh, I was listening to a new episode, and you asked about rodent and or uh, snake stories. I worked at a children's camp, and uh, a buddy of mine and I had sort of dubbed ourselves the Snake Patrol. We had a little bit of a black snake, snake problem. Patrol. And we got called over to uh, the putt-putt area because some kids found a black snake. Oh, man, we're going to save that. I'm sorry. I'm dumb. I meant for him to just play the birthday part, but he went into his story. We're going to save that for the rodent story. Talk about that in a minute. And Paul had to say something. Hey, happy birthday, James. Um, watch the Olympics start. But. Wow. Yeah. So my birthday was when the Olympics started. But anyway, my birthday. Thank you, everybody. Wish me happy birthday on the website, in the forums, through my Twitter, and on Facebook. 35, dude. I'm old. Um, I'm also taking the 100 push-up challenge. Do you know anything about that, Thomas? I read about it. I read about it, but I, I didn't. I think I can do 100 push-ups to start, so I'm not no sure. Way. No well, way. No way. I got the Wii Fit, and I could do six last night, so. <laughs> six. I could lean sideways six <laughs> times. That leaning, that thing's going to whip me into shape in no time. I can do yeah. ten leans. I can lean really far, too. No, but if you go to 100pushups.com, it's spelled out, 100pushups.com. It's, uh, they're, they're telling you they can get you up to 100 push-ups in six weeks, and, uh, I started that, and then I went to camp and stepped off for a while. I was on week two, but I'm starting all the way over. And the first time I took the initial test, I only did five, but last night I started over. I did 12. Whoa. Yeah, dude, already. It's awesome. I'm going to do 100 push-ups. And, and I would love for those of you that are into the you know group, let's challenge each other thing, uh, take the challenge. Get on Nobody's uh, Listening, go to the forums, post something, and put some updates on there. And we'll all keep each other motivated and see who can do 100 push-ups when it's all over with. It's part of the Gospel of Kennison. We've made it that way. Uh, real quick, before I forget, I want to say hi to everybody in the chat room. We did do a live show tonight, and half our people went, Oh, I wanted to be in the live chat. That's okay. Uh, let me read some names off here. I see Scooter and Beef Rank. I never knew how to say your name. Beef Rank or Beef Ranky. And then Cecil and Shugene and Hapster and I'm Slowly Going. I was glad they were able to join us at such last short notice because uh, I didn't plan on doing this, but uh, we were able to. So maybe next week you guys can join us, you know, online on uh, Stickam, 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 however they say it. Uh, hey, we're doing a theme show pretty soon. We're going to do it on rodents. So ma- mice, rats, uh, possums, or opossums, if you say it really strange. Uh, we'd love to get your stories and your voicemails, so send those in. We're going to do a theme show on rodents very soon, so if you have one, send it in. You can also sponsor a show. We mentioned that earlier. $10 gets you a very own show episode de- dedicated to you and your message, and you'll get a sticker and super member forum status and all that kind of stuff. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Do you do Twitter, Thomas? I, I'm not that tech-savvy, James, honestly. Okay, that's fine. Uh, you could just say no. Uh, Twitter.com slash NLCast. If you're a Twitterer, I'd love to uh, have you follow me, and I can follow you or whatever if you're interesting. If you're not, I will not follow you. 
And then uh, drawyourpicture.com. We got a brand new website. That's why I mentioned it a second time. Redid the whole website. It's a lot easier to see stuff, a lot more information, and a whole lot of new artwork. I recently got picked up by a Baptist uh, curriculum writing press group, and I'm doing um, some artwork for some curriculum, and I'm pretty pretty happy wow. with it. They've pushed me uh, and made me a better artist because of the things that they're demanding with their Baptist ways. Um, no offense to any Baptists, but I hate you all. No, I'm kidding. I just wanted to say something offensive right after I said no offense. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, voicemail. Let's play one real quick. <laughs> just for you, bud. Just for Thanks. you. Uh, hey, guys. It's Kimball from uh, Mesa, Arizona. And uh, I just got done listening to your comment on my last voicemail. And, yes, I am calling calling from work where I live. I work on Scottsdale Road in Scottsdale, Arizona. I can't believe you guys are stalking me. I'm looking at my window. I think you're out there. But I am calling from my office phone, so I am sticking it to the man. And I still have a job. So uh, thanks for uh, caring so much about my uh, my employee. And uh, you guys are fantastic. And I'll keep calling from uh, from work whenever I get a chance. Uh, and my cell phone. So thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. Bye. All right, Kimball, man. We got you. We called you out. You can't be calling from work. That's the way it is. Hey, it's time for a little middle school drama. Who, me? <laughs> Okay, our first uh, middle school drama is in the form of... Actually, we got a lot of it. Let me just read it. Hey, nobody's listening. I'm Andrew. I'm in eighth grade, and I thought you might enjoy this hobo story of mine. This is in uh, this segment, by the way, because this is how not to get your stuff read on the air, even though I'm reading it, and it's going to promote a lot of people to do this. (laughs) He says, this happened about six months ago. I was meeting a few friends at Panera Bread for a female friend of mine's birthday party. I saw a hobo looking very down and walking toward me on the sidewalk. I figured, hey, maybe this guy needs a high five. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I think of when I see hobos walking outside Panera. Anyway, the guy dodges the high five, pulls out a beer can, and asks me to spit in it, which I didn't. And then he throws a lifesaver mint at me, which I didn't eat. And he started screaming, how many mangoes, fool? I know that's not true. Yeah, exactly. I know that sounds fake. Most of the things in my life sound fake. Like the time I was cornered by an angry chipmunk that I eventually had to give my granola bar to on a family vacation. Or when I was blamed for breaking into a locker when I was closing an open one, only to find that the kid's missing pin of the exact same kind that's in my pocket. I have many, many more, but I realize you guys have other mail to read. Yeah, we have true stuff to read. So, yeah, Andrew, quit, quit raking up lies, my friend. Of course, I, I bet he is. I accused somebody else of lying one time, and uh, that was you, because you told me that you had a friend that raised baby bobcats. And That's you, not a lie. And you sure enough provided some photos too, like a mm-hmm. year ago. So this guy might not be lying, but I don't believe it. I don't believe it. But anyway, he needs he needs to do what I do, and he needs to just Google a picture of a bobcat and send it into you. <laughs> And superimpose your photo. <laughs> no, that thing was crawling on your back, so I, yep. I believed it. Uh, here's uh, here's another one. One day I was sitting on top of my bunk bed. I have a poster of Joe Jonas on the wall next to my bed. Don't we all? Don't we all? Yep. Um, I decided to kiss the poster. <laughs> Don't we all? I leaned over, and just as I kissed the poster, I see my brother and two of his older friends outside my bedroom just staring at me. Not only that happens, but when I was leaning in so far, when I saw them, it freaked me out. And I fell off the bed. Love you, hate you, Jackie. David, P.S. David, don't move to Iceland. P.S.S. Sitzmark. 
and I I forgot what sits mark meant until recently. <clears throat> it means um, it means it's the mark a skier makes when they fall down on their backside. A sits mark. But anyway, mm. she sent in a story a long time ago. James. Yes. My my wife and I are always arguing about the Jonas Brothers. She thinks that Joe is the cutest. I think that Nick is the cutest. I don't, what do you have to say about it? I don't know their names individually. The curl, there's the curly-haired one, there's the one with sideburns, and then there's the one with the pretty girl hair. Um, I hate that pretty girl one is the most popular and the front man because the young one with the, the curls, he's got the most talent. Yeah, that's the one I think is the cutest. Okay, okay. we're good. Go ahead. I didn't go there. I just said he had a lot of talent. <laughs> His talent's cute, I guess. But uh, anyway, uh, time uh, also a voicemail. We have a middle school drama voicemail for Thomas here. So listen up. Hey, David and James of the David and James show. This is SOG Lone Ranger. And I've got a quick story to tell y'all. It's not pretty funny, but it's kind of one of those had to be their moments. Well, um, my little brother, Trent, he decided to get a haircut, but he decided to do it himself. And so it looks like he got a bargain haircut. And so my mom told him he was going to shave his, shave his hair off, like, give him a burr and everything. And then, so, he does it, and he, my little sister cut her hair a couple of weeks ago before. And, um, and so she was doing that as an object lesson. Like, if you cut your hair, this is what happens if you start shaving his hair off. And then, um, so then, now it looks like he's in the army, but when my dad told one of the ladies in our church, who's our hairdresser lady, she thought we shaved my little sister's hair off too. And so she thought that they, when they came to church, they were probably going to look like they had cancer or something. Oh, man. But anyways, that's my story. Not very funny. But I had a little something special. All right, all right y'all say broke ya. Broke ya! Oh, wow. That's authentic from three Chinese children that were adopted. All right, bye. <laughs> That was the brightest thing ever. <laughs> I don't know. You didn't hear it at the end, but he told a story. I didn't even hear this originally. He says, uh, he's, he's like, okay, at the end of the voicemail, I got something special for you. He goes, one, two, three. And you hear these three little kids go, broke ya. And he says, he says, that's authentic three Chinese children that were adopted. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently his family collects Asian children, but, uh, Awesome. That was rad. That made me smile big time. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to start reading your voicemails and emails. You know when we don't do a show for a couple weeks, we get backed up quite a bit with a lot of them, so we're going to do those and make fun of you when we come back. Our ancestors were taken into slavery and seated amongst the stars. But we bring hope. We will throw down their false gods and set them free. We will be hosts to a scavenger race no longer. We search the stars for races to help us as allies. The Stargate takes us there. Join our SG team as we attempt to stop the ghoul. We are the fifth race. A Stargate SG-1 podcast. Find us online at thefifthracepodcast.com. And we're back. Thank you so much for uh, listening to whatever I decided to put in later on. 
Uh, but as I said, we're going to read your emails and voicemails because there's a ton of them. I'll start with this one. Uh, email. I just wanted to drop you to a quick email to let you know how much I love your podcast. The stories, are they really get me through my work day. By the way, David, I got married last month to my husband, who is 5'9", and I'm 5'11". I guess us tall girls are worth the climb. Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Sarah from Roseville, California. So I wish he was here because he'd be like, girl, I'll slap you down. I don't care how tall you are. I will reach. I'll get a ladder and I'll grab you and I'll slap you down. That's the way he talks. But anyway, uh, hey, James, and hopefully David, last week at my church, we had a vacation. Bo- you know what? I will say this. I tried to date a very tall girl one time. It didn't work out too well. She didn't like me. It was terrible. I relaxed my standards and she didn't like me. I was so ashamed. I just didn't have a lot of prospects at the time, and I was very lonely, and uh, it, was, it was sad. But then I met Jen, and she was nice and short. worked out great. But anyway, uh, last week at my church, can you hear me? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't – I don't – I think there's a just enough delay where if I start talking, it cuts you off. Don't so worry about that. To... Don't worry about that a bit. You talk if you need to talk. Okay. Because, see, I've been having some personal problems, James. Yeah? I just need a shoulder. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Last week at my church, we had a vacation Bible school for all the kids, and I was volunteer helper. The VBS was called Power Labs, and it was a science theme. Yeah, I think everybody in the planet did that one from group publishing. Yep. Uh, and and uh, anyway, it taught about Jesus's power. One night, they had a skit with a crazy scientist who tried to make a concoction to mix with dirt to make mud that would cure blindness. Just like when Jesus spit in the dirt to cure the blind man. Immediately, I remembered the death of Jojo episode and the power in the mud song. I stifled my laughter through the rest of the skit as the other character explained to him that it wasn't the spit that had the power. It was Jesus. When we Then we sang a song, Power in the Blood. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to hold it in. I'd have been up there dancing or something like a hillbilly. But anyway, she says, uh, or he says, I got a kick out of it and hope you did too. Hope it wasn't too long, and I love the show, Nate. So, no, that wasn't too long. Uh, let's play a voicemail. Uh, no, no, no. Let's see. Uh, oh, Paul. Paul. There's a guy named Paul from Florida that constantly is sending me songs that he writes, and he and he puts them on here. And uh, I've never played them, and he, and he always calls back, and he's like, oh, please play this one. I worked hard on it. And, and then he gets on, and it's like death metal playing through the phone and he's not even playing like a heavy metal guitar he's just dun 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 dun, dun. but it's so loud and distorted that there's no way i could play on the show so paul it's nothing personal bud you just need to maybe record it into a microphone on your computer and then send me the wave file but he did do one and i'm going to play it at the end of the show uh so paul you got one bud because it didn't sound bad the one i'm going to play uh here's one from katie though listen to this hi this is uh katie um moosehorn on your website and I was listening to uh, uh, the Monster Room, and I think that's what it was. But I was mowing my lawn, and right when you said the story about the little boy carrying the poop in one hand when he was walking his dog, I hit this huge rock-hard pile of poop with the lawnmower. It comes flying and hits me straight in the shin. <laughs> and it hurt so bad. Uh, thanks. You guys rock. Bye. Man. Oh man! Rock hard pile of poop. <laughs> At least it was rock hard. Yeah, yeah. I would rather it hurt than than not hurt. If you know, than stain. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> sting is better than stain you when know it comes what? to poo. You know what? I I just wonder. You know, 
you said your wife only did number one in the yard. I wonder yeah. if this was a follow-up story. <laughs> the next morning, I mowed the lawn. Anyway. And I hit some frozen number one. <laughs> I slipped. Uh, my half-sister, mom, and dad used to ha- live in Romania before I was born. My sister ordered a cheeseburger, ketchup only. She bit into the burger. She made a face and opened up the burger. It was just a bun with ketchup on it. Jackie. Yeah, don't mess with those Romanians. I don't want to start getting them mad, too. Norwegia's already mad enough at me. Here's a long one, though. Um, Hello, James, and hopefully David. Nope, sorry. Sorry, only could get Thomas. Sorry. Uh, I finally caught up on your podcast. Having just listened to episode 74, Big Red, episode 75 is coming out today. I'll listen to it as soon as I can. But first, I would like to share a story I've entitled, Why You Should Never Believe Anything You See on Television. During the 2001 uh, New Year's party, my entire family was over at my friend's house celebrating the new year. Her driveway, that is the family friend driveway, was perfect for sledding because it had a long straight section with an insanely steep hill. We could get going crazy speeds on this hill, and I was having a lot of fun. But it was the driveway. Um, but because it was the driveway, we had to stop every once in a while and let cars go by. This went on for quite a while before it was time to head in the house for the actual party. I wanted to go sledding one last time, but my mom warned me to wait until all the cars were gone. However, being only eight years old and having ADHD to boot, I waited until I couldn't see the last car from the top of the hill before I went down. Um, uh. Yeah, and uh, head first on my sled, of course. Uh, it was still there, a lumbering Ford Explorer moving slowly down the hill. I tried to steer away, but the sled I was on wasn't very good for steering. I tried to stop by digging my toes in the snow behind me, but that didn't work either. Then I remembered one of the Home Alone movies that I had seen recently <laughs> where the kid escaped by sledding under a car. So I thought, hey, if he can do it, I can do it too. So I ducked my head down and waited to pass under the car. <laughs> I never made it under the car. (laughs) My head rammed into the transmission case at top speed, cutting my scalp, breaking my nose in the process. I had a small startled owl. After a startled smaller owl, I let loose with a loud owl. My mom was walking alongside the car when it happened. She dashed over and grabbed me, lifted me up, bringing me to the Ford Explorer I had just hit. By the time we got in the house, our friend, let's call her Lucy, was bleeding. I Oh. While the, by the time we got into the house of our friend, I was bleeding profusely from the scalp. Uh, luckily, Lucy was a doctor, and she had everything they needed to stitch up my head, which they did right there in her sink. At the end, I got four stitches on the top of my head, a nose that is still crooked from breaking it in the impact, a small bod spot from where my scalp was cut, and a slight mistrust of what I see on TV. A slight mistrust? My family, slight mistrust. Yeah. My family still insists that I have... D-R-O-F, that is Ford, spelled backwards and printed on my head. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for reading this. Can't wait to hear it and your reactions. Dude, best story I've read in a long time. I love grown-up stories. You know, that's really a lesson in in manners and polity because it's it's pretty rude to go into somebody else's house gushing blood from anywhere, really. (laughs) Okay, so they're just supposed to bleed in the bushes then, I suppose, like your wife would. have, Have a... Have a little common courtesy, won't you? <laughs> I was mowing my grass, and I hit a pile of blood. 
frozen blood. It's terrible. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm moving out of this rural, very, very crowded area with tr- with houses everywhere. And vampire ice cream men. <laughs> joke. Uh, great. Uh, let's play a voicemail real quick. Here we go. Hey, James and host, co-host, I should say. This is Fred from Long Island. FF loves SG1 on the forum. I wanted to call in about episode 74, in which the LBB of the week was generically fast food drive-through workers. And I wanted to share with you my pet peeve about fast food drive-throughs. And I know, again, being the voice of the middle schooler, a lot of you are listening, middle schoolers. So as you are being trained in the fast food industry at some point during your school career, it's acceptable when someone's giving you an order to say something like, okay, or uh-huh, as they're giving it, to acknowledge that you're hearing them. <laughs> it's also acceptable, if that's your training, to repeat what they just said to you, yeah. uh, as in, I would like a large Coke. You would say, large Coke, and that's okay. It's a little more wordy. What I hate is when you're at the drive through and someone says, is that all? After every single item that you say, I would like, <laughs> you know, a large hamburger, is that all? A fry? <laughs> is that all? And a Coke? Is that all? Very annoying. So. Oh, for some reason it muted out the rest of it. Dadgum, I'll, is that I'll, all? I'll put that in later, but dude. Funniest, is that all? Funniest junk I've ever heard. Yeah, these people that, that you know, I have small Coke, is that all? And fries, is that all? I've, I've had those. I've had those before. It's annoying. At Taco Bell, they always ask you, would you like a drink with that? So I usually end my order with, and I will not be liking a drink. And 95% of the time, would you like a drink with that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I I, uh, I mess with people sometimes, too. Like, I've got a, a series of things I used to say back when I was so young and clever. And it's probably dumb now. But, uh, like, if somebody says, you want your bread in a bag? And you grab it from them and be like, Yeah. <laughs> like you know because they were going to uh, take it out of the bag if you said no or, or even better um do you want your milk in a bag no leave it in the jug dang that's all. or in a fun. bag oh yeah if, if you're trevor if you're if, trevor if you're in canada i'm sorry that joke will not work for you another thing i like to do is you go in a dressing room at walmart and there's always that lady outside you know fixing clothes and you just yell out hey uh you're out of toilet paper <laughs> It's always fun. So I'm, I'm giving all the middle schoolers bad ideas right here. But my, my theory back then, and probably still is now, if you can be bad without sinning, then be bad. You know, Because there's ways to be bad without breaking any rules. So Have you have you ever had somebody, another customer, come up to you and ask you something like you work there and yes. actually gone with it? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, just because I'm wearing a blue shirt and khaki pants <laughs> does not mean that I am working here at Best Buy. I'm sorry. Yeah, and they're wondering why I'm trying to help them find a bicycle over in the meat section. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, go ahead. I was done that way. I wore I wore a coat. That's what it was. I had, you know, at church I wear a t-shirt, jeans, and a coat. That's the trendy new pastor outfit. And I was mm-hmm. like at the Gap, and somebody asked me if I worked there, and I was actually pretty impressed with that because I was like, I am way too ugly to be working at the Gap, but my clothes must be making up for it somehow. Nice. I was looking. I was looking really hot that day. Uh, X Potomatic from the forum says, "Great podcast. My wife and I joined the hundred push-up challenge. I'm stoked about the prospect of gaining so much upper body strength. Thanks for sharing it with us. Well, I didn't create it. I just shared the love. 
Um, he said, I love the Berserker story. I did that twice myself. The first story involves me and a fifth grader and my sister, who was in third grade, a Romanian boy. What is it with these Romanians so suddenly? It was uh, a ketchup attack. <laughs> <laughs> a Romanian boy whose no- name I never knew, who was in second grade, and two Hispanic brothers, third and fourth grade. The younger of the two brothers were picking on the Romanian boy, and he was really small for his age, and he had a very fair complexion. He didn't fight back. He just took the shoving and name-calling. One day, my sister, whose uh, courage at the time far outweighed my own, stepped in, told the third grade boy to leave the second grade boy alone. I want to ask why race was really even mentioned on this one. It's like the the dang Hispanics were picking on the Romanians and the foreign policy of the bus was all jacked up. It's Olympic fever. Apparently, the the Hispanics are getting gold and picking on Romania. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, uh, he said something to my sister and she stomped on his foot with her clogs. Back in the 80s, they were the rage, kind of like lame Crocs, but they were made of leather with wood platforms, bases and soles. Uh, she got him good. His older brother with a fourth grader came who was a fourth grader came up and punched my sister. At that point I'd had enough and I walked up to the fourth grader and decked him as hard as I could, right in the gut. I grabbed his shoulder, pulled him in and nailed him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he doubled over in pain, tears running down his cheeks, and he ran uh, he and his brother ran home to tell their dad. The school bus arrived, we all boarded, and I thought everything was fine until I stepped off the bus. The little Hispanic boy's father showed up, and he was waiting as we exited. I pulled my beanie down over my eyes and walked right past him, and I never got in trouble for the event. I remember how good it felt to punch the kid out, and at the same time, how small I felt for not initially defending the little Romanian kid, Rob from Dallas, Texas. I'm glad you didn't get in trouble for that, Rob. I really am. And uh, I'm glad you went berserk. But you're a wimp. Your sister uh, got punched because <laughs> you should have stood up. I I never stood up for anybody. I told on them. That's how you handle things when you're a wimp. <laughs> Just tell on them. No. Yeah, it is. Uh, we're getting close to the hour mark. Let me pray this. Play this real quick. This is a young youngin story. It's pretty good though. Oh, what's up, guys? Um. Joseph again. I'm a long-time listener, new to the forums, like I've said before. Um, okay, so I have another shorter story that I wanted to tell you guys, so here it goes. Well, I'm really into acting. I'm taking drama at my school, and one day we had, like, a little play musical slash type thing, and my part has just been up. So I'm leaving the stage, and because I kind of get stage fright sometimes, I'm walking, I realize I have to go pee. Because I'm scared. I was I was scared. So I started walking. I go to the restroom, not knowing that I still have my lapel on, David. That's like a microphone that you hide behind your head He's that you can talk into. And um, um, I had my lapel on, and I walked into the restroom. Little did I know, the lapel was actually set on, not mute. So they were hearing everything. And next thing you know, matches from the audience, you hear a... Okay, that's my bad impersonation of pee hitting the toilet. And then <laughs> this is a pee episode. they hear that. They hear the toilet flush. They hear the water. Huge. They hear the toilet paper, everything like that. Or not toilet paper. Though. I was about to say. <laughs> they heard the toilet paper. Paper towels, whatever. I don't care. And I come back out. I do my part. I come out to go do my part again. And next thing you know, the whole audience is laughing at me. 
That was really embarrassing. And yeah, so talk to you guys later. Bye. Okay, okay. I'm glad he corrected himself because that was like toilet paper. What's this world coming to? Do we wipe now when we go number one, us men? I don't understand. I want to know how they would have heard the toilet paper anyway. What like what, do they they use the lowest grade sandpaper? <laughs> so like it actually crunches coming it, off. What the What does roll. it sound like? Like somebody zipping up their their shirt real fast? Their their jacket. <laughs> I don't know what that would sound. Like. I don't even. If they to, just. I don't even. Want everybody to go in there. the everybody in the audience here is a. Anyway, yeah, apparently he uh, he didn't. But you can always tell kids stories because if he was if he'd been our age, he would have been like, "Yeah, I left my uh, lapel mic on, just like that uh, guy Leslie Nielsen and Naked Gun did." <laughs> All right, just wanted to leave that message. Bye. You know, it'd have been a fifteen second voicemail. But uh, and let's and let's not overlook the fact that he assumed that David didn't know what the most <laughs> mundane. <laughs> mundane item was so i went into the bathroom that's a place where you pee and poop and uh and so i'm going number one that's when you're standing uh and then i washed my hands because sometimes they get dirty and then and i then, walked and out then the they door. heard they heard and that's the sound of pee hitting a toilet <laughs> and sometimes the floor oh man well yeah thanks for letting me call that's something we do now on a telephone <laughs> anyway, so thanks, thanks. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Joseph. So, thank you. Lapel in the bathroom. Um, I guess that's it. Oh my goodness! Wait, let me see if I got one more. No, we really don't. We got to get out of here. So, if you didn't hear yours, tune in next time. Okay. Eventually, almost every one of them get read. Uh, in the meantime, visit us online at nlcast.com. You can call us at 816-298-0823 and leave a message or a story of your own. Remember, keep it short. I don't know if you noticed, but Joseph, he began his voicemail with the phrase, I've got a another shorter story. And which one got played? This short one, okay? So write them out if you have to. Shorten them up. That way we can get as many as possible on the show. Uh, email us your comments, your questions, your input, your whatever, to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Uh, leave us an iTunes review. Join us on Twitter. Go to NLCast.com. Join the forums. Tell a friend. And again, thanks to our sponsors, contributor, everybody in the chat room tonight, and everybody who listens. Guys, you're the reason this show is uh, is is on. And uh, thanks to our guest host, uh, Thomas. Thanks, Thomas, for joining me last minute. My pleasure, man. All right. Till next time, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, make sure you call me, email me, or something, because uh, I might accidentally be under the impression that nobody's, nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Yeah. Nice try to synchronize it, though. Uh. <laughs> it's all good. Thanks, bud, for real. My pleasure. I, it wasn't it wasn't comic gold, but at least I got some gold somewhere. Oh, please, dude! It, it always feels that way until you listen to it later. Then it's good. Hey, folks! Just wanted to add something to the show that I forgot to mention earlier during the show. Got a little sidetracked and forgot to talk about something I want to do for our my brother. Uh, as you know, my brother has a daughter in um, in Ireland. Her birthday was the other day on a Monday. She turned a year old, and David wasn't there to celebrate it with her. And uh, that's because he's working hard, getting his paperwork in, uh, raising money over here in the States, trying to get his papers so he can go over and live with his daughter and raise her. And uh, as you guys know, I've, I've told you, he's my hero. I'm proud of him. And I really want to help him get over there. He's been sending support checks and, 
things like that, slowly eating away at what he's trying to collect. And he's having a hard time getting the money together to get a plane ticket once his paperwork comes in. I mean, if it came in tomorrow, right now, he would not have the money to buy a plane ticket to go over there and live. Um, so what I want to do is I want to help him go. And I, I really wanted to open it up to the listeners of the show to kind of repay David for all that he's done uh, for the show, the, the humor that he brings to the show. And so what I want to do is call it the Save the Dave Fund. We could call it the Ruin the Show Fund, whatever we want to call it. Uh, but I want to send David to Ireland. And um, you can help. We want to raise $500 for a plane ticket. That's about how much it costs. And um, you can go to the website, anilcast.com, and click on Save the Dave. You can see a graph there that shows our goal. Uh, We've already had some great uh, uh, supporters, some people that have given. And um, we've got about $89 uh, already contributed to the Save the Dave Fund. People like B. Frank. Uh, Roller Coaster Dude, Itty Bitty, and C.D. Peel have already contributed, as well as S.O.G. Lone Ranger. Um, if you'd like to contribute, go to NLCast.com, click on Save the Dave, and you can go by, via PayPal or you can send us a, uh, a check. We'd love to mention your name and thank you personally on the show. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Just receive this in the spirit that it's being done. We're not trying to you know, get free money out of people. We're not trying to... Uh, manipulate folks. I uh, I just honestly wanted to share the share the experience of uh, being able to help him out with you guys because I know it feels good for me to be able to help him as we have. So anyway, show some love for Dave. Go to nlcast.com and uh, look for Save the Dave button and uh, and contribute if you can. If you can't, pray for him. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hey David, this is Delta Sniper again. I'm just replying to the voicemail you left to me last night. I'm sorry that I hurt your heart by not picking up, but I didn't really have a choice because you called during church, and I was running the sound booth, so I couldn't really break my concentration. Um, and just you to know that I didn't mean to break your heart, but it happened, so bye. James, I have news for you. This time, I am ready to play my song, and you are going to play it on your show. other and my son said what I heard was 
when you go to prison, you'll get unlimited everything, just like your father. And I thought, what? So, of course, that's exactly what I said. I said, what? And he looked at me sort of strangely, and he said, I said, when you go to Britain, you'll get lent and everything, just like your father. I think I need a hearing aid. Thanks for letting me share. Bye. Hi, guys. This is Vicki. I heard about you guys from Girls' Night in, and I just listened to the one with Kim and Rachel and thought I would share a nice, painful story for you, or with you. Um, okay, so... So it was summer before freshman year in high school back in 87. Um, I was getting a ride home on the back of a motorcycle, um, which, of course, I didn't tell my mom about because it was only a few miles. I figured nothing could happen. Hee <laughs> hee. Um, so we came to a two-way stop, um, or actually one-way stop. And the guy thought it was a two-way stop that I was on the motorcycle with. And it was one of those tiny ones where you can only really fit one person, the ones like the little mini bullet bikes um, about the size of a moped. So anyways, he stopped. He went. There were two cars coming. Um, and those cars generally in that part of the road go about 40 to 50 miles per hour. And, um, okay, if I was watching stick cam, which I hope I am, you have to actually do this. So I get hit by two cars, and the bike flipped. And my leg wrapped around the handlebars in a way that such if you take point your left leg out and put your arm underneath the knee and then bend it in and then keep twisting so it goes in towards you instead of out and all the way over. So it was really pretty. And um, I got to untwist my leg from the handlebar, which was really, really fun um, and really gross. <laughs> so anyways, broke my finger. Um and my mom, needless to say, found out that I was on the back of a motorcycle when she had to go to the emergency room. And um, But I kept trying to point out that I could have been dead because I had no helmet on either because the guy didn't have a helmet. So, anyways, um, hope it made you cringe. I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, guys. Hey, James and David. This is Dave from Tennessee. I was calling because I heard the other well, last show, the one before, when Dave was talking about looking over and there's a lawnmower waiting at the lot. Well, a while back, uh, probably near the beginning of summer, I was at a gas station getting ready to leave and two lawnmowers pulled up. Two riding lawnmowers and both guys were wearing matching bright yellow vests. So that meant one of two things. One, either the, the city's landscaping crew was too cheap to buy them a truck so they had to go ride over to get gas. That are two guys from the jailhouse community service made a break for it. By now, they're probably in Canada. Anyway, great show, guys. Crimp it off, honey! Crimp it off! Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.